0: And now we have breaking news breaking welcome news to today. welcome to today's special episode. Uh, we are coming to you live from uh, across the nation with exciting news and updates and wanted to create a special episode for your Friday morning um, and uh, kind of discuss some of the exciting developments that have uh, come about as of yesterday. Uh, but before we do that, um, if you are new to our uh, channel and to our stream, uh, feel free to like and subscribe um, to our uh, channel for all the EV news weekly. Uh, we talk about exciting topics and uh, upcoming things that are happening in the EV space, both on the ground, air, and sea. So uh, now we will get to our topic of the day. Chris, you are yeah. what I would consider to be a Ford advocate, to say the least. Um, and, you know, you are in the special inner circle of uh, 40s that got a exclusive opportunity and i am now a part of the party uh, as of like maybe 45 days from now uh but tell us what happened and um what your experience has been so far
1: yeah it was really exciting ford is does a great job with uh including some of their customers and there there's a group of early access folks and i'm lucky enough to be in in that group and they gave us a a call and an email and, uh, kind of told us, Hey, the, the Tesla superchargers are going to open. And then we all agreed to be under on embargo until, uh, you know, yesterday at eight o'clock Eastern time, uh, which was 5.00 AM out here where I am in California. And you were up, uh, you were
0: up early this morning,
1: (laughs) early, early. Yeah. I was up at uh, four 30 in the morning and, um, Yeah, for the for the launch of the access to the Tesla supercharger network. And it was exciting because, you know, we knew it was happening and they had uh, locations picked out for us to go and meet with a Ford engineer uh, or a Ford communications person. And so there were people around the country, uh, you know, uh, Kyle Connor and out of spec had one out in New Jersey. And uh, Jake from the communications team was out there. And uh, some people from the Lightning Club out there uh, were were out as well. Uh, Jace, who we've had on the show. Uh, he was one of the early access people, uh, Will, from F the Pump that we had on.
0: Yeah. Just for the record, I'm going to call him out. I texted yeah. him and asked him to join this, and he's currently at the casino. So, oh, I mean, nice. Jace, now that you're listening, I'm just letting you know I'm calling you out on the spot. Thanks for being busy and not being able to give us your feedback. But
1: continue on, Chris. Hopefully hopefully he's winning, right? But, uh, yeah, I'll love <laughs> A lot of people that we've had on the podcast were, were part of this group. And so uh, Will uh, was down in Southern California. Um, Liv and Patrick from Maki Vlog, they were down there. And so they they got to be with Ford in Southern California. Up here in Northern California, it was uh, Sergio Lifgiff, who uh, we've had on the show as well. Um, and he's really the one that kind of got me into this inner circle, to be honest with you. He we kind had, of, uh... We've
0: had pretty much the entire inner circle uh, Yeah, Ford on this podcast so far.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, Ford... I think-
0: all that's left is when need would like Jim Farley on the podcast and it will be fulfilled. So
1: we do, we need to get him on here. Right. Um, Ben who we've had on this show from Colorado, he, he, uh, also was included in the adapter. So we, um, there's a group, I, I, I don't know the exact number, but I'm going to say somewhere in the area of, you know, 20 folks. Um, and then media had their own separate group, uh, that media got some early access, uh, as, as well, like car and driver and those kind of people. And, and so, yeah, it, um, basically at different spots around the country we met folks at ford and we started plugging in and testing and seeing how it was going and um you know being able to take pictures and kind of talk about it now uh, for me i was a little jealous because i had to wait till nine in the morning pacific time and in my head i'm like man nine in the morning that's uh that's already like midday after lunch in the east coast and i didn't want to wait that long so i went and did some like photo shots down at literally at the Tesla factory. I I went down to the Tesla factory and just got some pictures of it. And that way, right at five in the morning when the embargo was lifted, I was able to share at least the news and some cool pictures. Um, and and so that's kind of how I started the day. And and then there was even though I've got and and the group got these prototype adapters, which are you know um, they're not uh, they're not that far away from production adapters, but they are prototypes, so we have to give them back. So it um again five in the morning, I'm on the 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 Ford website making sure I reserve my adapter because I've gotta swap it out. So I wanted to make sure I was and but again that means getting getting up early, right? Because um when I did it, I was like number 366 in the order number and and it says it's gonna ship it to me by April. Um but I've seen people I was
0: 377, so I was right behind you. (laughs) Right behind,
1: yeah. And so you you guys on the East Coast, of course, you know it makes a lot of sense. You're able to pop on and get that. Uh, But then there's people on the West that were just waking up to this news and seeing the post. and uh, Honestly, I'm
0: grateful because y'all Californians get everything special before us. And in this instance, I will get my adapter before a lot of Californians. uh, An East Tennessee boy will be able to actually use the network uh, in a meaningful way, and I appreciate that. So thank you, Ford.
1: Yeah, there is a lot of business in California. So California does get a lot of, of stuff early. And yeah, in this case, you guys on the East got a little bit of that perk there. So but that's again why I wanted to post something, even though I wasn't gonna meet with the Ford folks till nine o'clock. I wanted people that were waking up first thing in the morning having their coffee at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. I wanted them to see the link and be able to click on it. And um and and then I can see that, you know, over 40 people clicked on the link that I provided, and that was just, you know fulfilling to see that right to help people get that because it is not an intuitive process if, if it, you're just figuring it all out i mean i've had the briefing with ford i understood it ahead of time and so it made it easy for me so anything i can do to help guide people is you know kind of what i'm hoping to do and that's the whole point of the podcast is to make it approachable and accessible and so that was what i And I, was I will
0: saying. say if you've if you're listening to this on this friday morning or whenever you're listening to this uh go to either the ford app or go online to your account, go to connected services under the account settings yeah. of your Ford profile. And that will be your ability to reserve it. If you yeah. haven't yet, you'll need to do that to get your free adapter. Um, and uh, by doing that, you're probably gonna be queued out until summertime based on their projections from what I was seeing. Um, yep. The last ones that were posted this afternoon look like maybe June, July yep. uh, was the estimated. Now, I mean, I've been hoping that they're gonna increase that time frame up because I mean, I'm number 350-ish, 375, and they yeah. already have me like 45 days out. And I mean, you know, maybe the production's really that slow, or maybe they're just trying to buy themselves time. We'll see and report on it, obviously, when we get it, because I am incredibly excited to have the adapters. Um, yeah. One of the things, obviously, in California, you've experienced your network, but you have chargers everywhere. Um, we do. Uh, we've, dis- we've discussed this. Our network is horrible here. Um, my nearest charger to me and uh, my uh, residence is about 45 minutes away, um, supercharger wise. Um, yeah. And I only charge a home, so it's not a big deal. But, you know, for instance, I went on a business meeting to West Virginia this week, and the, there was not a single fast charger in the entire state of uh, West Virginia. Now, there is a couple Tesla chargers, but there is yeah. no um actual fast chargers for um any any provider so electrify america had one in widthville outside in virginia that we had to stop at and charge my truck up at and we had to make it all the way in the hyundai dealership in uh, south charleston west virginia had a 60 kilowatt unit that i had to stop drop my truck off for two hours while it charged uh go went and got lunch with somebody came back and then managed to have enough juice to get back to that charger outside of west virginia um but that's something that this charger is a game changer for us because you know, for instance, um, on Monday I also had, took a business. I had a trip to Knoxville, and I went, and that's about two and a half hours away. But I can't quite make it there and back on one charge. Well, on the way back, um, I, I wanted to stop at Bucky's, so stopped at Bucky's. Bucky's has the upgraded Tesla stations that I could have plugged into, but I couldn't. I had no to, adapter. Go to go to Bucky's, and then I yeah. went across the highway on the same exit across the highway to a harley davidson dealership and i had to plug into ea for 10 minutes but i could have avoided that had i had the charger plugged in i was in bucky's for half an hour with my wife and that's something that i I could have avoided all of that um with the adapter so it's a really exciting thing for us because on the way to our nashville trip that we have to take frequently that is something that will have three or four uh tesla networks in really good locations for us so it opens up the network a ton for us obviously another disclaimer is that this um only works with the V three and beyond charging. Correct, or is it V four and beyond?
1: Yeah, it's uh. So it's V V three and V four, and yeah, kind of the the order of operations really is that starting today, um, Ford is going to push a priority over the air update to the trucks. Um, and it's important that it's a priority because one of the things we've we've learned with Ford, if you bought like a two 2023 truck, for example, it's not like an iPhone where you just turn it on and hit update and all the latest, greatest updates push to you. They get pushed in a certain order and over a certain yeah. period of time. Yeah. And, and and so this will be different. This will be marked as a priority update. This will come over the air. I've already got mine. I've already got mine yeah. on my truck. Yep. Yeah. So people want to make sure that they're they've got those settings checked out, that they get them uh five you know, seven days a week. And
0: and that's really primarily, I think, in the vehicle for the plug and share communication with Tesla. Um yeah. if if you're a driver and you're gonna use this network, if you don't know, um, I have saw a couple of people ask the question in the Ford Lightning group today, but um you, you have the option to either do the uh, plug and play like they have with the EA stations and that network, the blue oval network. Um but you don't get the discounts like you get with an EA membership. So for me and my charging experience with how much I supercharge, I don't use plug and play because you can't get the discounts. I think something Ford should do is allow you to link your Electrify America and your Tesla account to it to get the discounts in the plug and play because that would just make life more convenient. However, for me, I choose to use the Electrify America and I will be using the Tesla app with the subscriptions that you pay to get the discounts on power. Because with Electrify America, in half of a charging session, I pay that monthly fee. Um, Sure. And when when it comes to Tesla, I mean, it's about double the expense, but I'm sure with the amount that I'll use it in one charging session, I'll make that money back. So I'm not overly – it's something that if you intend to get the discounts on the kilowatt hours that they have in the monthly subscription because you are a frequent driver, uh, you'll need to set up a Tesla account and uh, subscribe through that and use that to initiate your charges when you plug in, which is not a big deal for me, I do it every time, Uh, just something that you have to learn process wise.
1: Yeah, it's very similar in in that situation with EA, and and hopefully one day they can figure that out. I don't know the technology behind um, why that is, that they can't get those discounts to apply when they're doing the plug in charge, but um, this is kind of the order that it went for me, was first that over the air update to the truck, which is more than just the plug in charge, it's also gonna update what's called charge assist, which is the app, and they're starting to change that name by the way. It's you're gonna hear it called charge assist or public charging app. Um, both of those things are in there and just giving the truck the ability to communicate with the Tesla network. So if that OTA hasn't come yet, um it, it won't communicate with the network, it's gotta come over. Um, so there there's things in there uh from the communications protocol thing that yeah, is you will beyond. Need it. Yep, yeah. absolutely. And, and then um, to your point, the um, the next thing that people want to do is to update their FordPass app because the FordPass app needs to be updated, and it's going to also have um, – right there on the home screen, there's a button that says View Chargers. And once you've updated your FordPass app, you go to View Chargers, and the Tesla network is now included. You can filter for it. There'll be a little indication, by the way, on the charge assist. There'll be a symbol that'll say that there's an adapter needed. Um, and there's filters if you don't have your adapter yet to, to make sure that all that stuff is filtered out. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the Tesla app. You're gonna want to update the Tesla app if you don't already have one. You know, get an account, get the latest and greatest Tesla app because then that will now. And I've got uh, on X Twitter uh, at Bo Family. You can see a video that I've posted. Uh, I think I did in the Facebook group as well um for the lightning owners group uh there's a video that shows you like how you set it up once you've downloaded the latest tesla app you can tell it what kind of vehicle you have what year it is um all and of what that we will do of...
0: chris if you're okay with it what we will do is yeah. we'll take that video and we'll make it a short on our youtube channel um awesome. just so that way our viewers uh, can have that straight on the the um, youtube channel so if you're interested i will put it in the youtube channel so just feel free to uh, access that or check out chris's socials but for convenience if you're already on the channel just go to our shorts and it'll be available there
1: and you can see in there when you do that it's got all the manufacturers listed it's got rivian it's got all the different kia right so you can tell it's coming you can tell this is just the tip of the iceberg for this um and and today
0: and today rivian announced that in march their drivers will be able to use the NAX network with an adapter so i think that everybody you're going to see this rollout with adapters come very quickly now
1: yeah, I think they wanted to give Ford their day, right? Like Ford, um, you know, Ford's the one that was the first to sign up. That kind of started the avalanche of everybody else. And um, and I think they wanted to give them their own day and their early access, even if it's only a few weeks or or a month ahead of the rest. And, you know, they did it on a on a Thursday on a leap year. How cool is that? Um and then yeah, push. So you got these updates to the, to the truck, to the Ford Pass app, to the to the Tesla app, and then to your point, right? The um, the the discounts. So the the numbers aren't that far off, honestly, in California from what EA was charging. So just to give you an example, where I was today, which was Los Gatos in the South Bay, um, it cost me forty nine cents per kilowatt, um, and, and that is not out of line with EA. I mean, EA is typically in the mid fifties. So even without a discount on the Tesla network, it was cheaper than what my local EA and EV goes yeah. were charging. Um, yeah. Now comparison though, if if you were um, now I don't own a Tesla, but um, Sergio also has a Tesla like we've talked before, and so he checked on his app what that same cost would have been, and if he as a Tesla owner, um, it was only uh, it was only thirty six cents, and so that's a big delta, right? Like you're only paying thirty six cents. Now I don't know if the non Tesla owner but Tesla subscriber, does it drop it all the way to that 36 cents? I think so. I think so.
0: I I think it's that big of a deal because they want a bunch of 12.99 subscribers. Um, I think as a subscriber, I think that's the equal pricing across the board. I might be wrong. Um, And if you know that, please comment below. But I I think that in that that instance, that's something that – I think you get to share that price if you pay the twelve ninety nine a month.
1: And I'm going to play around with some more chargers, so it may be worth it for me to go ahead and subscribe for one month, and I'll be able to kind of get a better idea once I do. Um, I promise you,
0: the day I get the adapter, me and Jesse are going to a Tesla station, and we'll have some videos that we can put up online and celebrate yeah. in that moment. Yeah, and, and in said, the real, we've already said, Chris, we need you to come here. We want <laughs> yeah. Jesse and his Cybertruck. We're right. have both the lightnings, and we're going to have a big uh, posting of it. It'll be fun. That's
1: nah, going to be a lot of fun, man, and yeah. And look, te- Tesla. If if it if it does mirror what the Tesla owner pricing, it would be with a subscription. I mean, it's a phenomenal deal if you can wait till after eleven o'clock. Like at eleven o'clock, it drops all the way down to twenty three cents. And and I think that...
0: I think the situational pricing is based in California specific. I don't think that's the so case. so. It's different in other places.
1: Okay. I think it's that. I think
0: Tesla has a dy- dynamic pricing network like EA based on what the power company is going to charge because your local power company probably charges. A dynamic rate based on the time of day, and I don't think that we do here. I think it's a flat rate. So I think we do nationally. nationally that reduce. might be, I think that might be a national uh, indifference, but something that nonetheless pay attention to your local provider um, because that that's pretty big savings for sure.
1: Yeah. So, like at nine in the morning, when we were there, it was 36 cents. But then, if you wait till noon, it's 50 cents. Then, if you wait till the mid afternoon, it's like 37 cents. And it stays that way all the way to 11 o'clock at night. 11 o'clock at night, it drops all the way to 23 cents, which is an amazing deal. You cannot find that anywhere. Take your um, honey
0: out and watch your late night show at a a charging station to charge your vehicle.
1: That's cheaper it's, than you
0: get at the house, so yeah. <laughs> no, it's a
1: it's a great. It's yeah. funny, you no. Know, I it, it open. I was like, oh my god, like if like if I didn't have solar, it would literally be cheaper for me to go and yeah. plug in at eleven o'clock. And I, it's funny because yes. um I've seen people post uh I've seen people post a bunch of folks waiting waiting at a charger until eleven. And at eleven, all the people swoop in and plug in, and, and that's why. Um, yeah. So yeah, it it, it makes sense. Um, and then yeah so then once all you know I had all the updates and then after that it was there were two different ways like you mentioned to, to get your adapter reserved. One of them was the website fordcom dot com slash fast charging adapter. Um, and then the other one was the Ford pass app under connected services like you said and, and yeah at this point it's already out to July now hopefully it's a under promise over deliver situation and they ramp that up it is, you know, as far as the adapter itself right. Um, it it is designed and engineered uh, and made by Tesla. Just, it is just like their Magic Dock, man. If you've seen a Magic Dock, it looks yeah. exactly like it. You can, which is encouraging. There's it's well designed.
0: There's just some software in it that communicates with Ford, or is it just pure power devices it, in the actual device? Do you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a dumb it's a dumb adapter. It just passes straight through. There are two. Um, two temperature sensors inside of it to make sure that the temperature doesn't get out of whack. And if it does, it'll derate. And if necessary, it'll completely shut it off. If something's going wrong.
0: My question is, do you know if let's say a Rivian driver, the second week of March gets access to the network, can they buy the Tesla? I mean, obviously it's not out yet, but in theory, could they use that adapter on their truck Since it's a CCS to NACS.
1: So there's a big, there's a big question there, right? Because, um, and it's something that um, I'm, I'd like to test out, and I'm sure somebody else is already trying to test this out. So if you go and you tell the app, if you go into the Tesla app and you tell the Tesla app that you have a Rivian, no chargers show up. But if you tell it you've got a Ford Lightning, then they then they do. So what if you go and say – They announced by
0: Rivian today said so the network would be open I think mid-March, and so maybe they're about to get that into their uh, software like, like Ford did today in the trucks. Yeah. But maybe Once- that's coming. But once it comes, maybe – I don't know if you could use the same adapter yes, on a Rivian for a sure. Ford. I'm guessing it's the same, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, and there's three – There's that I know of so far, there's three adapters. Um, there's the one that um, Tesla is making and then distributing through Ford and likely um, will also distribute through Rivian. There's been leaks uh, on Rivian uh, platforms that show – um, already. They've got the graphics and it's the exact same adapter. So uh, probably GM is doing the same thing. You're going to have Ford, GM and Rivian, I imagine all using the Tesla adapter, probably many more will as well. And um, any of them can be swapped for each other. They're all the same adapter. They're dumb. They're not addressable. There's not any way to identify them. And then the other one is uh, we've talked before that I had the A to Z adapter that I tested. That one will also work perfectly fine. I can plug it in and charge on the Tesla network instead of using the Ford one. Um, I wanted yeah. to make today about Ford, so um, absolutely, I, yeah. I, I have and a, it's a yeah. free
0: charger to all of us, which is huge, right? Right, I mean, right. That sticker price is two hundred and something dollars. It so, is. I mean, that's yep. They didn't. They did not have to give that to all of their drivers, but I think it's a huge step forward for all of us. And I mean, it's a significant, significant yeah. um, opportunity for all of us to ha- increase our network and really giving us all chargers doesn't improve their financials at all. It's just yep. a good step for all the people who chose to invest eighty thousand dollars in yeah. a really nice truck from them. But you know that on their financial lineup, they could have just charged us all, and we was still involved. I paid for
1: it, but no, it's, I am it's a lot. incredibly
0: grateful to Ford leadership for uh, giving to that all that giving it all to us for free. So
1: yeah, shout out Jim Farley for making that commitment and following through on it. You know, um, Absolutely. Electron Electron is the other one that's out there. So there's A to Z Electron and and ford and they all have different form factors but they essentially do the same thing um i can i can tell you that the ford slash tesla one i think is the most impressive of the bunch it's the most compact um it's the lightest and it is designed really well um and in the way it basically functions it's again just like that magic dock it is going to plug uh, you're going to take the tesla cable the nax cable plug it into the adapter first and it is a nice assertive click. Like it feels, it clicks into place. It's great. And then you're going to take that and you're going to plug it into your CCS port and it snaps right into place really well. And it's got a little lever on top and it's, it's designed very safely. So, one of the things, there's no external screws that anybody could take apart and get inside or do anything with. It's, it's sealed, it's weatherproof, it's nice, it's, it's really sturdy. And then there is a clip uh, underneath that you is how you release the nax from the adapter when you're done. Um, but that clip will not work as long as it's physically plugged into the truck. Like if you try to reach underneath and you try to unclip, unclip that and pull the NAX cable out, it won't let you do it. You have to take and remove from the, the truck or the Mach-E first. So when you're done charging, there's the little button, the unlock button, that's blue and flashing. When it's charging, you press that button, it will turn from blue to white. And now you know it's safe to unplug. You press the button right on the top, you pull the adapter out of your CCS port, and then you disconnect the NACs from the the front side of that adapter. And there's yeah. no – you can't do that until then. It won't let you. It's really well well done. Um, the they way needed to that. have
0: that for safety because, I mean, people don't yeah. understand how many volts are flowing through their hand and how much amperage is coming through their hand when they hold that, yeah. that, that cord. But if, you, if, if that had any fault, you would die. So yeah, for it's sure. something that like, it's incredibly important with high voltage uh, systems. You're having 200 kilowatts delivered to your vehicle. That is an insane amount of that power. And people don't understand that. Uh, yeah. So it's something I appreciate the steps for safety, because that's something that's going to be absolutely required, which is probably why it took so long to engineer it is you have to make sure that that connection is very secure, waterproof, because if there's any instances yeah. where that water gets connected to that juice, people die. So it's it's something that needs to be engineered properly. So
1: And it's meant for, you can tell this thing is meant for multiple different vehicles and it's a thousand volts, 500 amps. Um, Ford says that it's rated at 300 amps continuous and then 500 amps uh, peak for 10 minutes. But I don't think that's the actual adapter. I think that's the Ford standard because Ford will pull for about 10 minutes, the full boost of that 500 amps. And then it will, come down to 300 amps um but the the charge adapter itself um i i my understanding is that it's a thousand volts 500 amps continuous even though ford tells you 300 amps continuous and 500 for 10 minutes um i think it's the same one that's going to be used for rivian and everybody else and it's it's designed to be 500 and and a thousand
0: yeah if it's 500 for the amperage the problem is the, the the lightning will only take 170 which is about 300 amps delivered um like yeah. you said, that's the Ford standard. I'm hoping that that adapter, when you lose, use larger vehicles, will have higher juice output because the Tesla charger is able to output 250 in most or 350 in some. Um, but that's yeah. something that in, in our instances, our trucks will only ever accept 170. So, I mean, that's fine. I mean, that's great. I hope to one day have a, a lightning or otherwise that can have <laughs> higher power delivery because that's the future of the industry. However, um, you know, for that purpose, 300 amps is about the best you're going to get. So.
1: And I'll kind of tell you, I'll break down the curve of what I experienced. And of course, you know, your mileage will vary, as they say. I mean, I've got the standard range, so it won't go up to the 170, 180 of the extended range will. Um, I wasn't able to precondition my battery, but I will say that I got similar results to the times that I've been to an EA station and have been able to. So I did have the drive to the supercharger was over an hour and a half. So uh, I think my battery was nice and warm when I got there. <clears throat> and then kind of the curve, when I, when I plugged in that first 10 minutes, it was giving me 159 kilowatts. It was a good, strong uh, curve up there. And then in, in about 10 minutes later, which is the standard, it kind of drops down and settles in into that 120 to 130 kilowatt range. Um, and it did that all the way to 70%. Uh, and again, that's really typical of the Lightning. Um, now, Sergio in his Mach-E, he was getting about 113 kilowatts. So not quite what the lightning pulls, but um I think that's again kind of typical for the Maki. And again, um, you know, it's a cold morning and I don't think he had the ability to um to precondition the battery and all that because the the navigation isn't updated yet. That's gonna come later. The the sync navigation, third party navigation, um all that's coming later. But importantly, the sync navigation, it's not updated yet. So you you can't tell it to go there. Um, but you that is where you would use the charge assist or the public charging app. Find it and do it that way. That would be the yeah. way you'd have to do it for now. So, not many people and in the, I don't Ford,
0: think... and the Ford app already. They've already displayed <laughs> the, the chargers, and you can tell your phone to go to that site through the phone, but yeah. not through the truck yet. Right now.
1: Yep. So that's what people are going to be using the app yeah. or the Charge Assist. Yeah. And then, um, and so yeah, it, it held it all the way to to seventy percent, and then when it got to seventy, um, it was it was dropping then to about ninety kilowatts somewhere in that range. Um and it held that until eighty percent, and then at eighty percent, it you know it starts to have itself right goes down to forty kilowatts, and then at ninety percent it goes uh you know uh down from from there. So, um yeah, it, it took me from twenty three percent to eighty percent was thirty minutes, um and and so I didn't think that was bad at all. Again, keep in mind I've got the standard range, so if you've got the long range, it's going to take you more than thirty minutes. Um. But yeah, I thought it was a great curve, you know. And my um, charging
0: curve will be a little higher, but I, the moment yeah. I get it, I'll report on the status. So
1: we yeah, will
0: it, uh, we will uh, happily report on that when we uh, get that. I,
1: I think from what I understand, they kind of end up being within about five or seven minutes of each other. Because what happens is that for that first ten minutes, um, I'm you know I'm pulling one one fifty nine, but you're pulling closer to one seventy but you've got more battery. So you're going faster, right? But your battery's yeah. bigger. So we kind of end up almost in the same place, when oddly when enough. I've,
0: when I've done the correct charge curve with an EA that charger that can actually just charge, I'm hitting 170 to 175 uh, up from 40 to basically 50%. And then it, it settles in all the way to basically uh, 60%. Um, it'll settle in at right around the one uh, upper, like right around 160, uh, 155 to 160. And then for me, it'll trickle down um, from 70% or sorry, from 60% to 80%. Uh, it'll stay steady right around between 130 and 150. Um, and then it tanks obviously at 80 um, there. But I'm usually always staying above 130 um, when I'm experiencing my chart curve, depending on. So, but yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the exciting news to uh, break today. Obviously, I uh, wanted to kind of uh, share that when we can. Um, and, you know, it's a lot more information to come. I'm sure we'll talk about it on uh, next week episode, episode as well. But wanted to get the blast out of what it is, and if you haven't gotten it, go reserve your charger. Um, any final notes to add, Chris?
1: Yeah, I think the last thing is just to keep in mind, if you're one of these people that gets this adapter early, um, be aware, right? Because this adapter is currently rare, highly sought after, valuable, right? And it it is not going to stay locked in place. It is... Anybody can walk up, hit your button, unlock it, pull your adapter, and walk away with it. So just you know, word to the wise, be aware of your surroundings. Um, I maybe... will steal the first one I find if I don't have mine yet, so just <laughs> letting you know. <laughs> yeah, so that, I think that, that's important to note. And then I think like we've talked about on other episodes, right, the charging etiquette. If you're going in there into a Tesla supercharger, you want to understand the situation. And a lot of these version 3s, um, you're going to want to try to find the charger on the far right uh, because you're going to have to park on an offset. And you want to you don't want to be taking up two spots if you don't have to. So look for an opportunity to not do that. Um, and I will also point out this that um we were talking about access to it. So one of the unique things, too, is that there are some charging locations that and so it's not all version threes because there are some that are mixed. Some locations have um, some version twos and some version threes at the same place. Those they don't Tesla doesn't want anybody to get confused by that. So if there is a mix of version two and version three, Uh, superchargers that is not going to be available it's got to be entirely version 3 or entirely version 4 Um, and then the one that I was using today and when I say version 4 just for clarity because I don't want like somebody to you know comment well they can comment comment all you like actually Um, but uh, (laughs) for those that when I when we say version 3 it is a version 3 uh, or version 4 sorry terminal the terminal is the longer cable the ver, but the cabinet itself and the power it produces is still the exact same as version three right so these
0: lightnings these lightnings at tesla stations 100 percent need version four
1: because it's they a need very the, tight terminal yeah. trying to get a,
0: a v3 i've seen a couple of V3s try to plug it in, and it's a tight squeeze, but yeah.
1: And that and that's what I was lucky today, the, the one that we went to in Los Gatos. were all version 4 terminals with longer cables. Yeah. And Sergio and I were both able to take spots, and it was just one spot. And then there's one where I was able – and this is where the layout really matters because one spot that I was in, when I tried to back up, there's a picture of Sergio trying to reach the cable, and it wouldn't quite reach. It was about a foot short of being able to reach, but that was because I couldn't back – um, in one stall, I couldn't back the truck up because there were bushes there, so the bed of the truck was going to hit the bushes before my back wheels would hit the curb, so those bushes being there wouldn't let me back all the way up. Um, in another instance, there was um, a bollard still in the way that my bed would have hit. Um, in another instance, there was another um, charger. Uh, the, the, the terminal was in the way, and I would have hit that, but there was uh, two spots where I could back all the way up and I put a picture of that online and I could plug in on the driver's side just like a Tesla driver would. So um, in one instance, I could pull forward, nose in, and and that was going to be perfect for what I needed and only take up the correct spot. And then in another instance, I was able to back in and have it on the right side. So the the version four ones definitely help. Look for those opportunities and and be a responsible um, participant to the supercharger access stations because everybody's got to kind of be patient and and be accommodating with this stuff and i think if we start by being responsible ford owners and others that get these adapters i think we'll be better received when they see our effort and if we make every effort and just we're in the wrong stall because that's the way it's designed people will be more understanding if they saw us make the effort so make the effort yep absolutely
0: and i think we're going to be uh building uh, a manual uh for some charging etiquette coming up soon but also we'll probably make a couple episodes and maybe a couple videos on it Um, we are considering adding some additional content uh, outside of just podcasting to our uh, youtube channel so um, that's something that uh, i think etiquette and uh, charging experiences and stuff like that is something that we will look forward to adding so uh, tune in uh, subscribe to us on youtube and uh, follow that uh, journey and uh, we will catch you on the next episode see you next time And now, the end of the breaking news. Da-da-da!